Hey, I'm Kylie Kelly, and I'm obsessed with all things business and motherhood and helping you navigate the messy and magical seasons of both. I'm a boy mama that grew a successful photo biz before hanging up my straps in 2020 to pivot. Yes, we're allowed to do that. Now I help other CEO mums just like you grow an audience of raving fans fast. But this podcast is way more than that. Think of it as your coffee date or happy hour with your girlfriends as we talk real life. Money, challenges, growth, frustrations, marketing, the messy middle, it's all welcome here. So get comfy and join us. Welcome to This Mama Means Business. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Mama Means Business. I'm your host, Kylie Kelly, and I want to start by saying wherever you're listening from today, whether you're multitasking like a pro or you've managed to snag a rare moment of peace, I'm so glad you're here with me. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I think a lot of you can probably relate to. I want to talk about that sneaky, nagging guest that likes to invite itself over unannounced, anxiety. And this isn't your garden variety anxiety, oh no, this is that special blend of I've got a million things to do and only 24 hours to do them in, anxiety that us mums, especially those of us running a business, building a business, doing all things know too well. But don't let that knot in your stomach tighten just yet because today I want to not just talk about anxiety, I want to share some solid practical tips that help me and I think might help you keep these worries in check, keep this anxiety at bay so we can keep being the badass mums that we are in parenting and in business. So today we're going to chat about the non-negotiable self-care And don't worry, I know self-care is a buzzword. I don't mean checking into a day spa as lovely as that would be. I'm talking about something you can actually implement. The art of managing uncertainty, because hello entrepreneurship, hello parenting, everything seems so bloody uncertain. And the magic of balancing priorities. So if that sounds like something you need, it does for me as well. So grab your coffee, your tea, or heck, the leftover juice box that your kid didn't finish, and let's jump on into it. So firstly, I want to talk a little bit about self-care. Now, I have come to realize in my parenting journey, in my entrepreneurship journey, that self-care needs to be non-negotiable. Now, before you switch off, I don't mean checking into a day spa, like I said in the intro. I think that sometimes self-care is such a buzzword and it definitely gets misunderstood. I actually had an incredible guest back in episode 122, Brianna, who talked about rest in a completely different way. She talked about there being different types of rest that we need to consider as a business owner. Sometimes it might not be going for a nap or getting more sleep, but there was actually all different kinds of rest that we can give our bodies. And I think the same thing could be said for self-care. I think that self-care can actually look so different. It can look like putting earplugs in so you don't get overstimulated with your kids. It can look like opening the window of the kitchen to get some fresh air on your face. It can look like taking a beautiful walk by yourself. It can look like going for a bath. It can look like reading a book in the car in the school pickup line. Like it doesn't have to be this big routine that we find hard to fit into our daily life. It can actually be something that is really manageable and it can make the world of difference. I really struggled with this and I remember when Spencer was newborn and a lot of you have heard this story, but he was shit as a newborn. I, I don't know what was wrong with him. Something was, I probably should have got him looked at, but he screamed for the first six months of his life. And I just thought it was normal. I'd never been a mum before. I'd never done it before. I was also running my wedding photography business. I had weddings booked, clients. I was shooting within weeks of giving birth. Couldn't take any leave. You know, insert postpartum depression and anxiety, right? But in all of that mess, one thing that I discovered is just taking a minute for you is never a wasted minute. 
Just taking a minute to wash your face and put a beautiful lavender scented face oil that helps calm your nervous system is not a wasted moment. So I want to encourage you, if you are struggling to find time for yourself, if you've got little ease, if you've got a business that is keeping you really busy, if you are at a place in your life where you're like, Kylie, I've only got two seconds to do something. I want to remind you that that two seconds can be well spent if you spend it on self-care. It needs to be a non-negotiable because it is actually going to benefit you in so many ways. Now, I think this goes for mums even more so, right? Because we do put our own needs last all the time. And you know the saying, no one can pour from an empty cup. The thing is with us mums, we know all these things, right? We know that. We know that we have to put our own oxygen mask on first before we can help our kids. Like we know all the analogies. We know logically it makes sense, but it is built into us not to do it right? To, to help our kids first, to help our husbands first, to make sure the house is running first, probably even to put the washing on before we look after our own needs, right? So take a minute. If this is resonating with you, I want you to start to think what you can do that will introduce a little bit of self-care into your life and treat it more as a non-negotiable rather than a luxury, right? It's not about spa days or expensive treats, but just simple, small everyday habits that will actually keep you healthy and grounded. So it could be some really short mindfulness exercises, a really short meditation. It could be actually eating a healthy meal or setting a strict bedtime or having that special face oil, like I said, next to the bathroom vanity for you to put on after you've washed your face. Or perhaps it is walking up to the shops instead of driving. So you get an extra 15 minutes worth of sunshine, fresh air and exercise. Maybe it's buying some noise reducing earplugs. I swear by them. I have two very noisy children. So if I don't have earplugs in over the weekends at some points, I get overstimulated and then I start yelling and then I'm not the mum I want to be or the woman I want to be, right? So I have earplugs that I wear around the kids when I'm feeling so stimulated. So think about things like this that you could introduce. And I promise you, it's going to then reduce the level of anxiety that you feel in everyday life, right? You're still going to feel it. I mean, sometimes I feel like the anxiety is almost an automatic reaction. You know, those days when you're running on three hours of sleep, you've got to work deadline and something that you want to get out and then your toddler just starts crying like the anxiety is almost automatic sometimes but if you can have these tools in your toolbox to bring you back down to ground you it's going to reduce the anxiety it's going to help you get through that day in the best way you possibly can so rethink what self-care is for you think of a couple simple things that you can bring into your life that are practical that will help you feel like you're taking care of yourself right think about that and I want you to implement them because mama you deserve it. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about was managing uncertainty. Now, both parenting and building, running a business comes with a lot of uncertainties, right? And uncertainty can be a major trigger for anxiety. Now, I'm bringing this up from the perspective of an ex-control freak. I used to, I'm still a work in progress, but I used to try to control every fucking thing in my life. I remember when I was in my early 20s, I, or even younger, I was like, well, I'm going to be married by this age. I'm going to have kids by this age. This is the job I want to have. This is where I want to live. Like I had my life planned to a T. Can anyone relate to that? And it's so funny because my life went off the rails really quite fucking quick. It did not go to plan. And I remember you know, by 22, I was divorced, had a massive debt to pay off from my ex-husband's pornography. And I was living in my hometown where no one would talk to me. There's a long story there, but 
he was controlling and abusive and like, what the hell, right? That was not in my plan. (laughs) That was not in my plan. So all that to say, like, There are uncertainties in our everyday life. Things don't go to plan. And so if you're trying to control every single part of your day, every element of your life, your anxiety is going to increase. Now, I know we're all trying to juggle 100 balls at the same time, right? You'll have 100 balls probably for your business. You're going to have 100 balls when it comes to your family. You're going to have friends. You're going to have extended family. You're going to have other things going on in your life, and you're trying to keep them all afloat. I get that. But sometimes we're so scared that we might drop one. We actually create more stress inside ourselves than we need to. But you know what? I feel like your balls are going to drop. At some point, you're going to drop a ball and the world is not going to end. People fuck up and make mistakes all the time, right? And what I've learned, especially with parenting, is it's more in the recovery. It's more in the repair. So even when I make a mistake, when I lose my temper, when I scream at the kids, when I do the wrong thing, when they catch me in a lie, that's been happening recently. And I'm always telling them not to lie to me. And then they catch me in a lie. And it'll be something simple, right? Like I don't have any chocolate left in the house. And then he finds a block of chocolate or something, but they catch me in a lie. It's then not so much what happens and the mistake that we make. It's then in the repair and the recovery. After I've screamed at the kids, it's going back and saying, mommy's really sorry for screaming. I shouldn't have screamed at you this is what was going on. Do you forgive me? It's all in the repair. It's all in the recovery. And that goes for everything in our life. We are going to drop balls. We are going to make mistakes. Get comfortable with that and know that it's only going to make you better. It's only going to make you stronger. And when it comes to business, it's inevitable. So let's just take action. Let's just get these mistakes on the board almost so that we can get to a place where we have learned from them when they're not stressing us out, when we're not so anxious that it's not going to work because not everything will. But then we can get further along in that journey faster, instead of just spinning ourselves in this place of uncertainty and scared to move, right? I'd love to talk to you a little bit, a whole idea of this like radical acceptance, right? Of uncertainty, acknowledging that life is uncertain, that there are things in our life that we can't control. Acknowledging and accepting that instead of fighting them is also going to help the anxiety that you feel about how things will unfold, the anxiety that you feel about whether you're going to meet this goal or not, the anxiety you feel about your kids accepting this uncertainty, accepting that you can have the best laid plan and it might not actually work that way, it might not actually unfold that way, is going to really help you. So, Start to think about how you can reframe negative thoughts. One of my favorite things with this is to acknowledge it to myself. Again, acknowledge that I'm feeling anxious, acknowledge that I'm feeling uncertain, and then speak into what action I want to take. So for an example, let's say I'm feeling really anxious about a particular launch that's coming up because I need money, but I don't know if it's going to sell, right? I'm feeling really uncertain, really anxious, really like out of control, spinning. The thing that brings me back is thoughts like, even though I feel really nervous and anxious about this launch, I'm going to see it through. I'm going to be a woman of integrity and give it all I've got. Even though I'm scared no one will buy what I'm selling, I'm still going to try because I don't want to be a person that doesn't try, you know, or maybe you're feeling anxious about showing up on social media and being vulnerable. So even though it feels really vulnerable to post on social media, I trust that the right people will see my posts. I trust that this is part of the process. I trust that I'm learning all that I need from this. So starting these thoughts with, even though I'm feeling, etc., fill in the blank, even though I'm feeling nervous about this, even though I'm feeling anxious, even though I doubt whether I can do it, even though I think I'm going to fail, even though whatever those like negative rubbish 
thoughts are that we all have by starting that even though I feel so out of control I'm going to what's the action I'm going to continue to show up I'm going to try because maybe it will work I'm going to be the person that shows up I'm not going to give up I'm going to trust that it's it's going to work the way it's meant to. I'm going to trust that I'm learning something in the process. So if you can use that, I think it really helps reframe our thoughts. It acknowledges how we're feeling. So we feel safe and seen, but it doesn't keep us stuck in inaction. It doesn't keep us stuck in uncertainty. It doesn't make our anxiety win. Our anxiety doesn't keep us captive. I hope that's really helpful for you. And then the last thing that I wanted to talk to you about was balancing priorities. Now, any productivity coach, anyone online that you follow is always talking about priorities and how you can get more done in a day. And you know that whole saying of, oh, even Oprah Winfrey has the same 24 hours or even they bring up people that have obviously accomplished a lot in their life. They've got Tony Robbins has the same 24 hours as you do. That just makes me feel like shit. And I'm sorry, but this is a bit of a tangent, but those people that also have budgets for help. I'm sorry, their 24 hours looks a whole lot of fucking different than mine does being a solopreneur trying to get shit done with two two young children and no help. So firstly, I just want to say, please don't compare your 24 hours to anybody else's. Our lives individually are very different, one from the next. And I think it's really dangerous when we start to compare what our life, especially what we see online through the good old Instagram app that has been filtered and curated we can't compare what we see online with anybody else's because I can guarantee it's not the whole picture if you are getting triggered by somebody that you're seeing online I fully recommend that you stop following them that you block them they're not going to know but you're in control of what you let into your sphere right you're in control of what you let into your sphere of awareness of what you let into what you see you can control that so I wanted to say that but when it comes to balancing priorities Sometimes I feel like we're expected as mothers to be superheroes, right? We, we want to, and maybe this is something that we put upon ourselves, but I know I do, but we want to like nail the mum role. We want to be the best possible mum in the world that, you know, does all the things that's at the school, that does all the extracurricular activities, that bakes fucking cupcakes to take on a birthday. Like we want to nail the mum role. We want to ace the CEO business role. We want to have like a business that is thriving and doing well and we want to make as much money as we need or want and we want to be in charge and we want to be seen as like this amazing CEO of our business and we want to do it all easily. That is not realistic. Something that I discovered quite early being that I was self-employed this entire time I've been a parent is that you can't fucking do it all. Something has got to give and at one point in time you can't be doing 100% of everything because it will break you. I tried and it pretty much broke me. I think that there is so much truth in the fact that sometimes your business might need 100% of your attention and so your kids don't get it, right? Other times your business can hum along and your kids might need 100% of your attention and your business can't have it. So knowing this duality of it's not going to be balanced, it's not going to be even and there's only one of you right? There's only one of you. So please be really kind to yourself, really set some realistic expectations and understand that it's okay not to be perfect in every area. It's impossible to be perfect in every area. And you know what? You're good enough when it comes to parenting, when it comes to entrepreneurship is good enough. You don't have to be perfect. I am obsessed with progress over perfection. And that's something that I've really had to embrace because I am a recovering perfectionist. Even as a kid, I remember doing school projects 
And the night before they were due, restarting it because my handwriting, I wanted to do better handwriting. Like I remember being a perfectionist even in primary school. So for some of us, it's a thread that is deeply ingrained in us and it takes a lot for that to shift. So knowing that it's holding you back, knowing that it's contributing to your anxiety, knowing that it's actually not going to help you might help you release it a little bit. Good enough is good enough. One thing that I like to do when I'm trying to balance my priorities is I identify my needle movers in my business. So at the moment, Spencer's at school. So I only really work from nine till two, Monday to Friday, 20 hours a week, which I know for some of you that are homeschooling and have younger kids, like that seems like a lot. That seems really luxurious. And I recognize that. But for me as well, I'm also trying to make enough money that is comparable with a full-time job, right? And I'm working half the amount of time. So it's really important to know what actually moves the needle in my business. And I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but the two things that I ask myself is, is it growing my email list? And is it making me money? If the answer is no, I don't do it. I either put it on the whiteboard to deal with later or I delegate it. Now, I don't have a team. I don't have anyone to really delegate it to. So mostly it goes on the whiteboard, right? But if you do have a VA, if you do have a team, think about how you can start to prioritize your tasks so that you can figure out what your needle movers are. So you can delegate it, you can put it on the back burner and you can just focus on what's actually important, what's actually going to move the needle in your business. The same thing goes for your home life. So thinking about where can you outsource? I am all for outsourcing. I had a cleaner for years. She's just left me, which breaks my heart, but she went and got a job. So she's no longer cleaning anyone's house. But when I was pregnant with Spencer, I decided I couldn't do everything. I needed some help. And a clean house for me is calming. If I can have a clean house, if my floors can be clean, bathrooms and toilets clean, you know, not cluttered, if I can have a house like that, I feel calmer and my anxiety is definitely less. There is a direct connection between a clean house and my anxiety, a hundred percent. If that's you as well, think about how you can get help in that area. So perhaps you can outsource to a cleaner. Maybe they can come once a month. Maybe they can come once every two weeks and just give you a basic clean, right? If you're at a place where you can't afford that yet, maybe you can do a cleaning roster where everyone can pitch in and help a little bit. If you're laughing at me saying that, perhaps you can do a cleaning roster for yourself. So you're doing one little task a day that's going to add up at the end of the week to a cleaner house and what you've had. Think about how you can start to really prioritize what's important to you, what's going to actually help your anxiety, what's going to actually help you and your life, whether it's in the home or in the business, because by doing things like this, we are going to be happier women. We're going to be happier mothers. We're going to be happier CEOs. We're going to be happier in our life in general. And when we're happy, our cup is full. When we are in this place where we're not overwhelmed, we're not anxious, we're not getting burnt out, we can then give more to the ones that we love, right? Our business included. So again, let's just quickly recap. So point number one with self-care is non-negotiable. I want you to think about some self-care habits that you can introduce into your life that aren't a day spa appointment or an expensive treat, but are things that are actually super practical, super doable strategies for you as a busy mother, like your quick healthy meals, like having a strict bedtime, like reading in the car pickup line, like what can you do that will make you feel like you're looking after yourself and will help reduce your anxiety. Number two is managing uncertainty, accepting that there are things in our life that are really uncertain, parenting and entrepreneurship are two of the big ones, right? Remembering that we can't control everything. So trying those reframing thoughts 
and affirmations almost of like, even though I'm feeling this way, I trust such and such. Even though I'm feeling really anxious and overwhelmed and I'm scared that this launch isn't going to work, I'm going to still see it through. I'm going to try. I'm going to trust that it's going to unfold the way that it's intended. Even though I'm really anxious that my kid isn't going to sleep tonight, I'm going to do everything that I can so that I can get some rest. Trying to introduce those reframes and know that we're going to drop balls, we're going to make mistakes, it's all in the repair, and it doesn't mean anything about you. I think a lot of times we add meaning when things don't go the way that we want or we are feeling a certain way about something. We add meaning to it. We make it mean something about us. It doesn't mean a thing. If something fails, it doesn't mean that you're a failure, right? If something fails, it means you just need to try something different. So let go of any meaning around the balls that you're going to drop. And then lastly was balancing your priorities at home, but also in your business. Thinking about what your needle movers are in your business, thinking how you can prioritize them so that you get more done in less time. Thinking about what you can outsource, delegate, how you can actually take the pressure off your home life. This is all going to help the anxiety that you feel as a mother, as a business owner. Remember, it's okay to take just the small steps. I would love you to take just one thing that I've shared today and try it out. See how it feels. See if it reduces your anxiety. See if it works in the season of life that you're in. Just take one small step and remember it's okay to have bad days. We all have them. What matters is that we keep going. We keep reflecting and trying something different. Okay. Now I am here for you. I am in this with you. As you know, I am a highly anxious person and I have found these to really help my own anxiety in the business as a mother. I still have bad days. I still wish I could buy CBD here in Australia. I can't. I still wish that I could get more sleep, right? I still have things that I struggle with a lot, but these three things have really made a significant difference in my life and I hope that they do in yours as well. All right, that is all for today's episode. I can't wait to be back in your earbuds next week with another guest and another solo episode. But for now, I love you loads and I will chat to you soon. I am cheering you on, Mama, and you have totally got this. Love you. Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor if you would leave me a review. Head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much. For the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay. Bye for now.